Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Who doesn't love shopping at Target? Did you know the all-new Target Circle is the free and easy way to get the most deals at Target? And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. But wait, there's more. Now you've got a new way to save with Target Circle 360. With unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360 is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year of membership. That's $50 off the regular price. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in-store or at Target.com slash Circle Card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I am all in. More, more, more. I want to kiss you more. I am all in with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. I liked this episode. It was cute. I, did too. I loved it. I loved it. We finally got Luke back. Did you, Scott? I enjoyed a, a lot of it. Yes, I got. A, I I thought I got a like a lot of good chuckles. Should I start with good... my most burning question? I think you should because we don't want to fire over there. <laughs> Why do I think it's fun, cute? I get excited for Lorelai when she likes someone new, and when Luke does, it's like devastating to me. <laughs> 
I kind of agree. Because, because, because are you are you more invested in Luke? I don't know. I'm stoked for Luke to be, you know, dating somebody, getting out there, a lawyer. I love it. <laughs> I don't I don't like it. I he don't. really went for it though. Yeah. He did, right? Yeah. That was a good scene. That was a funny scene. Uh yeah, you know, he's got a and what was that mystery date he went on? Who, like, Luke? Or? Yeah, so Jess mentions, let me find her name. So Jess mentions in the episode, you drove home someone. Remember, you gave Joanna Cooper a ride home. <laughs> oh, jo- exactly. Who's Joanna like, who Cooper? Who is that? Who the heck is Joanna Cooper? <laughs> we got to know. I want to know who Joanna Cooper is. Like, was that something that they were maybe going to explore episodes past or was it just a casual mention and like you know you uh, just don't throw a joanna cooper into the mix there (laughs) in that show with those feelings you know so so pronounced for each other or you know setting it up but you know maybe it was just like oh let's throw this in just to show that luke's a human being he's not completely smitten and you know he's his own guy because at what point does he come off like you know pathetic Jess was very funny about it and funny that he felt like Nicole Leahy was flirting. Mm -hmm. And then we hear this mention. When's the last date you went on? Joanna Cooper, when you drove her home, that's not a date. And I'm like, (laughs) what? Yeah, but he just drove her home, right? It was it really was it a date? I mean, Luke said it was. Right. We don't really know. The whole thing's confusing. I don't know what the heck is going on. (laughs) It's confusing. What do you think of Nicole Leahy for you? Oh, I I adored her. She was terrific. You know, she was fun. And, uh, you know, she was always, you know, crystal clear and spot on. And she was fun to work with. So, um, yeah, I enjoyed that. You know, it's anything that was new that could break up. Hello. Are you in your bathing suit? <laughs> what, the, what is going on over there? Huh? But I wanted to look up Nicole Leahy's real name. I wanted to look up her name. Sorry, sorry. I guess were you, were you reenacting the Dave Rogalski uh, Keiko scene when he's checking out her butt? Like, what's happening? That was hilarious when she walked up the stairs backwards. Amy. Trisha Amy. O'Kelly. Trisha O'Kelly. Tr- 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 Trisha O'Kelly. Sorry. <laughs> like you know that's like northern exposure <laughs> did, did you think that john ham was going to be on this podcast today did you get ready what's happening it's summer you guys it's summer it's uh, i guess it's summer somewhere isn't it huh Oh my God. I'm over here in a rainstorm in the summer. I don't know. My face, what my face uh, Wait, should Danielle do the synopsis? I don't think so. I think you're in it. You're trapped in it. I'm not sure. We're going to stay there. To. I don't oh think God, she can. Guys, I don't even know what you saw. We're going to have to like put that on the Instagram nothing. or something. We I mean, didn't see anything, but Scott's reaction was so good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is season three, episode 12, Lorelai Out of Water, air date January 28th, 2003. And this is the synopsis. Lorelai gets herself in a pickle when agreeing to go on a fishing date with Alex. So Luke steps in to teach her how to fish before he knew it was a date, for a date. Meanwhile, Luke meets 
Taylor's lawyer, Nicole, and ask her out on date as well. Rory and Paris continue to feud in student council and get yelled at by the headmaster. Elaine's cousin is getting married, and she almost convinces her mom to be able to take Dave to prom. Can you fish, Scott? Wait, can you fish? I have fished. I was at one point quite capable. I grew up fishing when we... uh, when we moved out of the country in Maryland for three years, when I was a kid, we fished all the time in the summer, caught sunnies, took them home. My mom fry them up. They didn't taste that good. Oh, I had no. to put a lot of butter on them, but <laughs> you know, they're, they're fine. Yeah. And when I was a kid, we'd go down to ocean city and, and catch bluefish. We went out, we, you know, when I was really small, we just, you know, you throw your line and they'd bring them up, you know, every 10 seconds, there was so many bluefish biting. So I've had some wonderful fishing experiences. So did you have the skills needed for that scene or did somebody have to coach you up to coach her up? Oh, no, no. That's I knew how to. Okay. Yeah, okay. that's that's a typical rod and reel set that I I, I in my youth, I mastered those <laughs> techniques. Yes, I like it. I like. Yeah. it. Yeah, I've never been deep sea fishing, though, and I want to do that. I really want fly fly fishing. I have never I've done it on dry land to practice because I thought we were going to go the next day and then it just, it got canceled somehow. But uh, <laughs> I want to, I want to go fish for Marlin. I want to go fish uh, like right. Florida or Mexico and go deep sea fishing. You can hang out fishing. with my dad. My dad does that. Oh, oh does he? Does. Where, yeah. where does he go? Where does he, he go? He goes to Baja like at least like oh. every other month. He just, oh. he just came home with bluefin tuna and like oh, fed yeah. like all of our families with yes. like just pounds of tuna. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like it's a, those fish are so strong and so big. They fight oh, for yeah. hours. It's wonderful. like you get bruised. My dad, yeah. said that af- my dad said that afterwards, like his all his arms were bruised. He said he showed me a picture and he said that he was so exhausted that he actually threw up after. Like oh, it's oh, wow. like intense, you guys. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I felt like it was like the most boring thing of all time. <laughs> no, oh, no, not deep sea. When- not deep sea. No, deep sea is a big, big struggle. It's a big struggle. You got to strap yourself into the seat. Oh my god! Yeah, because oh, yeah. you're you're reeling in like hundred pound fish. At Even minimum. more. Yeah, you could get something bigger. Yeah. Lord. Yeah. Oh, that thing will pull you right into the ocean. Yeah. Oh. Who had yeah, a hug pull- a world? Who had a hug a world? Yeah, not me. Didn't have one of those, especially not with a rad. No, <laughs> didn't, didn't, didn't. That was, was pretty. Is funny. that an actual thing? Hug a world, yes. Really, I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah, I'd never heard of that before. What did you say when you hug it and your pinkies touch? That was a her thing, but oh, I didn't know that was like a. That wasn't part of the game. It's just like a pillow that was shaped like a globe. I feel like my generation's version of that was like the Furbies. This is what (laughs) it looks like. I'm holding up a hug a world. Okay, it's real. Yeah, it's called. This one's particularly called hug a planet. But yeah, it's just like a pillow. Thirty bucks, thirty-five bucks. Huh. Yeah, huh. Amazon, thirty-nine dollars. Want me to order you guys one? Uh, <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, I'm we'll good. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. so while you're ordering things, order some pants too. <laughs> get a pair of pants and a hug a world. Then you're good. So Amazon, you, you guys, get it today. We yeah. saw the Gilmore Garage, and it was Finally. exactly what I thought it would be. <laughs> yep. <laughs> really and truly all that stuff that was supposed to go to what was you're supposed to donate just went straight to the garage oh i just yeah, got so immediate anxiety from that garage i do too who's the hoarder in that family it's lorelei she won't throw anything out right yeah. i think they kind of both are 
You think so? Yeah, because yeah. Rory has a hard time with it too, a little bit. Right. I look. I just think you know, my wife's that way too. I think girls are very attached. You know, I could throw things. I could throw things out. I mean, I understand the sentimental value things, and I don't want to throw those out either. Little baby stuff from Nichols and all that stuff. I get it. But right. there's so much stuff. I finally... You should see my storage facility. <laughs> it's filled. It's like everything. I finally threw out a sock that an ex-boyfriend left here <laughs> like uh-huh. two years ago. And I was like, you know, this sock should be able to go now. Right. And it was like hard, a little bit hard. It wasn't that hard, but I get it. I Just get one. it, Lorelai. Yeah, I get it. I, I, I get it too. But it's like, you gotta, you gotta... Well, at least she got it out of the house and into the garage. They don't really use the garage. It's a step. They need the garage. It's Connecticut. It gets cold. It's winter. You know, it'd be easier to have a garage to get in in the morning. It'd be a lot warmer. Right. Put the car in there. Right. But the Jeep's always out front. Right. It's always out front. Look at the garage. Yeah. And the winter, they get in the morning. They're both freezing their dookies off. Right. You know what I mean? (laughs) Wait, I'm jumping ahead, but we need to. I did not remember that Zach flirted with Lorelai. Oh, oh my God. I love yeah. that. <laughs> I forgot. Ah. Yeah. That was classic. Was fun. Lorelai was funny. She said she was going to go call Tipper Gore. Yeah, wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. Good pop culture situation. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so going back a little bit. So we kind of. Began but, but wait with- a minute. I mean, he even, he even said to Rory, he says, your mom is more than <laughs> yeah, a- What did he say? Gross. It's like, why didn't Rory go gross? What's your, what's your problem? You know, yeah. it's like, but so is she gross. just used to that? You think she's used to that? Yeah, I, I think I do think uh, somewhat. So she kind of takes it in stride. Because, you know, my, you know, uh, uh, the high school kids used to hit on my mom all the time when I was in high school. And then when I got older and I, I was like, go, go away or I'm going to destroy you. Leave now. Go away. Run. And they aren't like schoolmates. I don't I don't get the vibe that Zach goes to. No, I the stars hollow high. Does he? Is he older? I was always getting an impression that he's a little bit older. So I think she's you know less what? like creeped That's, out by you're, it. You're probably right. Yeah. You're probably, he probably is like 20, 21. He's not a, he's not a high school student, is he? I don't think, I, I don't think so. But where, where did Dave Rogalski go? Uh, I don't know. But where did Lane find Zach? They all met in the newspaper ad or like a, Oh, it was a newspaper. Remember yeah, it was the newspaper ad. That's how they found her. So they right, actually right. found her and Dave had found the other guys. So these are guys from other towns or something. Yeah. That's what we kind of probably assume. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Musicians right. from so other towns. Yeah. We all get right. to quickly realize the friction between Luke and Taylor as Taylor is continuing to build the soda shop, or as mm-hmm. I like to say, shoppy, because it's S-H-O-P-P-E. <laughs> and they've got some friction. And that scene with Taylor was hilarious. Stop. Get off my saw. Get off my saw. Get, get away from my saw, <laughs> right. Taylor. Yeah. Yeah, your, your typical uh, Taylor Luke scene. Typical. But it did bear some fruit for old Lukey, yeah. the lawyer. <laughs> you know? Like, as much as he complained about the noise and the sawdust, man, he, you know, there's, there's, uh, you know. He has a game. Ch- Luke has a game. Ch- oh, I don't think so. He, But he, you know what? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He does have game. He did. 
he was he was appropriately sarcastic with the with throwing it all away. So I wouldn't want you to lose your license. I mean, that that's a cool customer right there. But then he got all nervous. Right. Right. It's like he, he started tightening up, but that provided a nice light moment of comedy for him. Um, he just got, I don't know why he got tongue tied when he was kind of being so cool there for three, for, you know, three quarters of it. Right. He was cool. Then he got tongue tied. But I, maybe that's the moment he thought, Jesus, this is a sacred space for Lorelai and I. <laughs> I'm violating something and I can't say the words as much as I want to because <laughs> I'm trying to be the cool guy and she's going out with this dude and I'm teaching her how to fish like an idiot again. We, I'm trying to play it cool. You know what I mean? Do we think that finding out about Alex pushed you towards Nicole Leahy? Oh, obviously. no question. Yeah. No question oh, yeah. about it. Yeah. No, no question about it. Yeah. So, but, the, but, my, but my question is now it's, you know, we're halfway into season three. Why isn't he asking Lorelai? Why isn't he making a play? I don't know. Come on, guy. I mean, he's just like letting it go at this point, right? But yet not because he's like, oh, I'll come over to your house. I'll help you. Like he's always dropping the hints yeah, in the lightest, lightest way. You know what like, I think? So... Maybe he thinks that Jess is going to further enmesh him into Lorelai's life. Mm. Maybe he's waiting for that moment where he's seen as this really responsible, good sort of a stand-in father, a stepfather, That's whatever. That's sort of an he is. interesting theory. So in he that. feels like he has time. Like he doesn't yeah. have to really overtly go. So it'll happen organically, because I think that's kind of how he likes it. Because we see how I mean, he can handle the situation. He got a little tongue-tied, but I think he got tongue-tied because he he felt like he was almost cheating on Lorelai. He, yeah. he, he wanted to do it, but he would. It's like fighting for his independence somehow. It's like mm -hmm. I can, to prove to himself that he doesn't need Lorelai so much, and we're going to find out that he does, right? Right. Obviously. It's like he feels like he's got all the time in the world to get Lorelai, but then right. when she dates someone, I think it panics him. So instead of saying like, no, stop dating someone else. I want to date you. It's like it pushed him in the other direction to ask out Nicole. Very interesting reactions. Because you have yes. the opportunity there by the pool, mm -hmm. the, the kiddie pool to just be like, why are you going out with this guy? We, we should date. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes. I guess identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, it's a fine balance with what Luke does to get the information. I mean, he's asking... Mm -hmm. The inappropriate, none of your business questions, pal, that, that bespeak of an insecurity, yet he doesn't come off that way. Right. God, it's that's like this, so accurate. Isn't he something? Yes. And she's sort of like, oh, I don't tell you about my personal life. And it's like, you literally tell him everything about your personal life. What are you talking about? Right. Right. And, it's, and, it, and he turns the tables on her. Because she's looking at, because he's not showing his cards. He's not showing his hand. Close to everything's close to the vest, and it gets right. to the point in that scene where she's looking at him like, "Oh my, I wonder why he isn't reacting." I thought he would react. Or she was, I think she wants to go out with this guy. She generally likes him, you know. Mm -hmm. But she likes Luke, and she wants a reaction. She wants some kind of jealous reaction or, I'm or not something. Sure that she not, maybe knows not that Luke is an option. Oh, for God's sake. I think sake. maybe subconsciously somewhere she thinks maybe they have a connection, but I'm not sure she actually knows 110% like Luke is an option for me. He never asks her out. I tell you, man, he, uh, man, that is a stone wall, isn't he? He's just a <laughs> guy's just a stone. He's made of stone. He doesn't react. He, He's just playing it cool with her, but he's, you know, he's dying inside. Totally. You could see it in your face. That's yeah. why I think your acting is so like excellent on this show. Not to, to toot your own, not to toot your horn. I don't know. You can toot away. Toot away. <laughs> <laughs> because you we're, are we're by the pool. We're heading into toot town. Yeah. You guys are by the pool 
And watch this scene again. Your face is sad when you find out. Like yeah. you're like, oh, who, who are you going But with? only like, for one moment. Yes. And then you kind of and start I, asking I, some other questions. And then I you intentionally, give her your gear. Right. Oh. I, I intentionally do not want to show that. Just let it leak out a little bit. That's mm -hmm. it. It's a, just a stare. It's a, just a little bit of a stare forward that she can't see. It or works. She, yeah, mm -hmm. or she, she actually did notice it. It does work. You don't need to do much because it's already written. It's already in the scene. It's already in the play. So you don't need to, to act it. But it's, you know, it's heartbreaking. That was painful for me. I'm yeah. like, oh, no. Yeah. And I sort of like Alex. What do you think of him? Yeah, I like him. I think he's a cool dude, you know, and um, yeah, I he, I don't know that he's right, right for her, but I think he's, I think he's smart enough and cool enough and, you know, he's hip enough and all that to, to, to keep, I, but can you keep up with her? I don't know. Thing. What do you guys think of him? I don't think so. <clears throat> I think, he, I think he's cool and I think he's right. like super like, He's a fun character to watch on TV, but for Laura like Gilmar, nah. Yeah, I agree. Like he's great for a couple episodes. Just for I do not get that vibe yet. I'm still in on really? this guy. When he said I have two kids, six and nine years old, I was like, he's out. Oh, I don't see, know. I thought I that just, like, made him more in. Really? Yeah, he's no. a dad. He works hard. He's a very involved dad. Right. Right. I don't know if she's I, I, like thinking she's going to be raising two kids. She doesn't seem to be like, she doesn't skip steps know. like that. She's sort of just I, I, present. I, I didn't think that was detrimental. I, I thought that that was okay. I think the thing that got her was that I'm an outdoorsy guy and I like the yeah. fish. The fish. But she, then he like, her knew head, to make like, the lunch around, reso you know? at the spa. He knew. Right. He's got yeah. game. Speaking of game, I he, think he's he, smooth. He is. He's a smooth criminal, that one. Yeah, Let me chill tell you. with Rory. <laughs> yep. He's not annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like him. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 I so like him far, too. I like him. Just so far he's my favorite one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so far. Of all the of all the guys they're throwing at us, I, I like him the best. You know, because I think he can handle her. He's smart I agree. enough. Yeah. And I think she, I think he calms her down a little bit because mm -hmm. he's mm -hmm. so chill, right? He's a mellow cat and you know, he's, 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 he's a sharp dude, but he's just not, you know, he's not getting caught up in her rhythm, which is what no. I like about him as an actor. He's it's not like he's, trying too he just, hard. He's, he's got the Rogalski thing. He's got the Adam yes. Brody thing where it's very distinctive and he, he sort of marches to his own drummer and he, and he's, he's keeping his own rhythm. Yeah, I agree and that's, with that. Th that's another thing that I realized about Adam Brody. You would recognize his voice anywhere he was. Mm -hmm. So that's what makes him a star. Mm -hmm. That's what makes it distinctive. And I think, I think Billy Burke has, has that too. I think he's mm -hmm. got a lot of that. Um, where he opens his mouth and it's like, oh, that's Billy Burke. You know what I mean? Well, it's so, so. interesting. So I'm rewatching mm -hmm. 24, which... Right. In season two, Billy Burke is also in. And it's around the same time. I mean, we're, we're in 2003, and I think 24 was maybe just before, if I'm right? I don't know. I never watched it. And he plays such a jerk. Bad, 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 bad guy. And I kind of hate that guy. 
and love this guy, which to me is a good actor because I'm not well, confusing them and I'm not confusing right. them with the real guy or the Twilight guy. I'm just completely show, show, showing that range. <laughs> yeah, you know? I'm just like, this is Alex. Okay. Yeah. See, he's a perfect example of an actor that doesn't push. He's just relaxed and he's being yeah. himself. And he knows that, you know, even without some kind of, you know, star spangled banner personality popping right. all over the place, you're still u- unique no matter what your vibe is. So if you're right. just yourself, he understands that about himself. So he's just kind of easing into the role, not pushing. And it's kind of nice, nice vibe. It's a nice thing to watch. Wait, you know? quickly, before we move on from Adam Brody, what did you think of their plan where Adam Brody's <laughs> like mean to Lane, Dave Vergalski? I and thought like that was bosses her so that no one will know they it like It was such like other. a middle school, it, high school thing. Totally. <laughs> it, but it was hysterical. It was yeah. really funny. It was really, because I didn't really get it. And then she, <laughs> she said, I go, that's really funny. <laughs> didn't want the guys to know they were dating. So I guess that's because he didn't trust those guys to not tell Mrs. Kim and blow it or you know, I mean, the less they pe- think it's weird for the band. band like, yeah. Yeah. Weird for the band. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, it, it was clever. Didn't it was that funny. mess up Fleetwood Mac a bit, maybe? Uh, you think a little bit? <laughs> well, I mean, look, they, they did very well. At that. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Look, you know. All I can think about, though, when I watch these episodes, when they're wearing the vest and the cords and the hat and the gloves, is just like, oh, these poor people are sweating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was actually snow this episode. No more like, focus. It's, yep. it's 100 yeah. degrees out there. It's 150 degrees that day. Oh, yes. My God. Let me tell you. Um, and the human body just shuts down in that type of weather. I don't know how we did that. I don't know that I could do that today. That is just unbelievable. My it's God. A, are, what, are there what? lights on top of like it being hot? Like, are there lights there? Oh, sure. yes. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I think the outdoor stuff, there aren't as many lights. It's, it's a lot of natural light, but there are some, mm-hmm. right? But indoors, yeah, you're just getting fried like a yeah. like a chicken. You're just like a like you're a Thanksgiving turkey, man. You're just getting roasted. Yeah, you know. I have to sure. mention because I think this scene is coming next when they go into the beauty supply store. I actually like almost had a moment of longing. So in the beauty supply store is this thing called. So the brand was Benefit. And it was called like it was like a poof and it had a name. I'm trying to look it up. It was body glitter and it has been discontinued. Oh, so when I saw it in the scene, I here it is. I benefit kitten shimmer. Look, did you guys notice it? I lost my mind because they don't benefit discontinued this. And it was featured in the scene and then they used it on the bride and it's like body glitter. Oh, I, so, I remember that. So, so, somehow that escaped my purview. <laughs> okay. So this meant a lot to me. I used to, to use a lot of it too. It's like weird that I didn't catch this that. This was the best product ever invented. And I don't know why Benefit discontinued it to the point where I bought some on eBay, which is like actually disgusting. I don't even know. Like I literally was buying cosmetics from like a random person. Like it's so gross that I did it, but I was so desperate <laughs> for this. 
I couldn't believe it. It was featured so prominently in the I've beauty supply store. Yeah. Why do they discontinue when, crap? Don't know. I don't know. If anyone listening from Benefit hears this, <laughs> <laughs> please send over one every time. Just bring it back. I'm waiting anyway, for some organ music. Um, yeah, I don't know. I yeah, thought that was amazing. It. Like that was a that beauty supply store is. Stopped. I have a question about that yeah. beauty supply store. Does Kirk just like, is he just everywhere? <laughs> like, was, I thought sh- that was Shane's job. Yeah. And Shane well, just got booted. And Kirk- Shane? She yeah. just left town. I kind of wish she was working there when they walked in. <laughs> I thought there was going to be an ugly confrontation. <laughs> yeah. But Kirk was so genius. Did you like him working in there, giving the samples? Yeah, he wants a, he wants a review of the face mask. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a that was such a brilliant scene. I am really happy yeah. for Elaine, though, that she can, like, tr- she's trying to convince her mom to go to prom. Like, she's making moves now. But it was but, so uh, tragic at the end. I mean, yes, I but some... I feel like we're making a little bit of progress with Lane. There was uh, a yeah. lot that was wrong with this episode, as good as it was. What? Tell me. Just like, so, like, just, uh, I just feel like, oh, my God, this was so 2003 with like <laughs> the arranged marriages like oh yeah the uh you can't take this guy to prom because he's korean i was just like oh my god i just kept cringing watching those things i'm like oh so what is the deal so these are all relatives of mrs kim right that are mm-hmm. getting married at the antique store right so yeah, they like her like, siblings kids or something like cousins. right so 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 they're all coming there like everybody comes there. Yeah. <laughs> why are they all married next to like a, it's like a venue, like, I guess? Because like Lori <laughs> was like, this is the last one we'll have yeah. for a while. I don't think is, what? Is, is that is that an extra revenue stream for Mrs. Kim? I mean, she's gotta be charging. <laughs> Maybe it's, it's a like big enough relatives. space to have the chairs. But where's all the where is she putting all the antiques? Like she's moving out of the way. Like, don't you remember those episodes where they're like climbing it's through so like bizarre. the living room? Lawn? Maybe the front lawn? I don't know. It's so bizarre. It's really bizarre. <laughs> but why? So, like, why aren't they like you know going to country clubs and doing it? And, and I don't, I, think I don't the get Kims it. are fancy. No, Kims and Thanksgiving was in the same place. Right? Thanks, was they have it all really? The family yeah. events there. Yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah. And that and that that bride just sat there the entire yeah. time. And just, just speechless. And they were talking over her. Why would you let two teenagers do your makeup for a wedding? <laughs> right. Yeah, and she and she didn't understand a word of English, right? No, no, no. and they're just talking and over her. Korean is not there. great, I don't think. No, I don't she's think like, that's is. as right. much as I've got. Right, which is shocking yeah, that, because you would think like Mrs. Kim would teach her from a young age with how strict right. she is. Right. And what did Mrs. Kim wipe off the bride's face during the ceremony? What was the she glitter. looking for? Oh, it was <laughs> the, the glitter. glitter. I see. I just like it just went Scott, right over my head. That would be the benefit mm. kitten. The benefit kitten. <laughs> I don't you know. know why they were putting it on her face, though. It's not even for the face. They sort of messed that up. It's really for the body. Okay. <laughs> I, loved, right. I lived for that stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah, I missed I missed a big moment there. Sorry. Wait, how but... about Suki? Jackson thinking Suki loves frogs. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. And he gives her all the frog figurines. <laughs> it is a real thing. Like... This happens in relationships. Does your husband think you love something that you do not love at all? The Green Bay Packers. Like he, 
I didn't have an NFL team because I grew up in SoCal and we didn't have one until the Rams and Chargers came here. So I, when I started dating him, I was like, oh yeah, I don't have a professional football team. He's like, well, you got to learn to love the Packers. Like that's what my family likes. And then I think I went to like a game and I was like, I love the Packers. And it's just endless, you guys. Sweaters, pajamas, like literally. Yes. Jonathan has kind of tapered off from it, but his family, God bless him. I love him so much. Can you name one Packer? Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's like it. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> and got the quarterback. Yeah. Where's Gronk? Where does Gronk play? Not with well, the Packers. He He's was, retired. He, oh, he came he back with, with the Buccaneers, right? Yeah. yeah, he came back. He was with the Patriots with Tom Brady. Okay, and then, and then did he, he went, go to the Bucs? He went, with, he went to the – yeah, he, he okay, went with yeah. Brady, yeah. yeah. Danielle. It's a, it's a thing. Um, my Green Bay Packers are Suki's frogs. Scott, <laughs> is there something that your wife thinks you love that you don't even care about? Uh, God, is there something that she thinks? So many. God, um, like have you ever been like your meatloaf is so delicious, and then she makes it all the time? Oh no, that doesn't happen. No, Uh, I wish it did. Um, (laughs) You know, it's like I could go for some meatloaf. (laughs) You know, don't let your meatloaf. (laughs) Did she say you own the diner? You cook? Did she ever throw that at you? That'd be. You know, listen. I enjoy cooking. I do. I really do enjoy it. It relaxes me. It really relaxes me, and I. It's it, for me. It's very creative, and I, I, it soothes me. I really like it. I, I really am like it. So bad at it, like so bad at it. Like everything that's tastes a, disgusting. That's how I got her. Your wife, cooked, your cooking. I, co- I cooked for. Her, yeah. Oh wow. She was very impressed with that. I thought, well, I got to, I got to keep feeding Did her. Did she like, know that you were Luke, or was she like, I've never seen this show in my life? No, no, I met her. Before I went off to Vancouver to shoot the pilot. No way. No oh. way. So she knew you when you were just like the the sponge guy. She didn't even know that. <laughs> Wait, sorry. I was what's just some What's act- a sponge I was, guy? I, I don't know from this. From Seinfeld. Oh, Scott okay. Patterson was sponge worthy for, for uh, what's her name? Elaine? Yeah. <laughs> Elaine Bennis. Um, <laughs> remember, Jerry... <laughs> It's not lying if you believe it. Um, <laughs> so there's this iconic episode of Seinfeld that Scott was on mm-hmm. before Gilmore Girls. It was right. It was like kind of right before, right? Like well, a it was like ninety six or ninety seven. Also, oh, like five years, maybe. Yeah, it really jump started my career. That one really jump started my oh. career. Um, yeah, yeah I think we get comments in the um, Instagram where they're like, "One day you guys have to rewatch." That episode. We'll like, do that. All right, we'll do that. We will we do that. That'll, that'll, that'll be hilarious. <laughs> that will be hilarious. But anyway, um, no, no, no. I met her. I was teaching acting in Hollywood, and she was a student in another class in the same complex, and we just, you know, locked oh eyes. So and... she, you owe her a lot. She she rode the ride with you. Oh, and I pay. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> Fantastic woman. Fantastic woman. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, you guys, we have to talk about the Paris Rory fight. Uh. And and when she says, tell it, tell it to the Timex salesman, there was some good banter in that ridiculous fight. She tried impeaching Rory. (laughs) In high school. Um, she accused I, Rory of high crimes and misdemeanors and espionage. Uh, what the hell did she do? She just she talked. She got duped into sharing information with 
with Francine, Francine right? Right. And like Francine right. wasn't even All in right. this episode. By the way, I'm so Jesus happy that Christ. Francie was out and Paris was back to being the mean girl. Like it just made it so much better. <laughs> right. I, I agree. Like, we were done with Francie. Yeah. We're so over her. Yeah. What did you think of the Paris Rory stuff? I thought it was really great. I, I, I didn't think it was terribly. I thought Alexis stole that stuff. I thought Rory's character was funny yeah. and justified and attacked and defended well. So I was yeah. rooting for her. Yeah. And I think that I think that Paris and Liza uh, had a thankless job. Like, I'm going to look really bad here, but I'm committing to looking really bad and ridiculous and petty. Right and mean and insane and grating um, and uh, disloyal and, you know, just I, just every bad quality you can think of. But that's kind of her job, right, yeah. is to make Rory look good. And she made Rory look really good. I also love that while they're having the fight, Louise and Madeline are just talking about this dude. Maybe I'll stay <laughs> <laughs> It's like just another out. Tuesday. <laughs> Right. No one is saying these two just brawling. <laughs> yeah, it was, and but I thought that uh, uh, Headmaster Charlton's speech to them, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, was probably the best moment in the entire episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought he wins. He wins the speech acting prize. I think that dialogue was just spot on. I it just nailed it. So I, I like that moment the best because it it really the pressure was building up between these two mm-hmm. and and they really did he really did need to drop the hammer on both of them. It felt very you, authentic. It, yeah, it was super authentic. And when you say something like "I've already written a re- letter yeah. of recommendation ah. to Harvard Ooh. for the both of them, and I can write a second one correcting my mistake Ooh. if that's oh. what you want," and that was like, "Wow, I will wipe out your future if yeah. you don't." start acting like people who are worthy of my recommendation. And it's just like, yes. And also the dig after where he was like, how on earth will you survive in college? Yeah. Yeah. Like, exactly. It's if like you a reality can't handle check. it here, and that's what I, I agreed with him so much. I, I think I actually jumped off the couch and went, yeah, headmaster. No, I didn't. <laughs> like like scoring a touchdown, like, like a Green Bay Packer. <laughs> Like a fist pump. No, but I, I really thought that that was definitely the fist pump moment of the entire episode. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was a wonder. Yeah. It was a wonderful uh, crescendo uh, of a of a of a narrative. I I loved it. I really loved it. And you know, uh, Rory and 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 Paris really helped get us to that moment. Yeah. Because if they're because if they're not frothing yeah. at the mouth. Then he his his is less effective, right? Totally. But it was just wonderful, 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 great stuff. So let's go to the scene. We've we've touched on it, obviously, but where you meet Nicole Leahy for the first time in the diner. Let's talk about that for just a, a minute again. Did it come back to you immediately? Oh my God, this is going to become my love interest. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we did. We did a couple. I don't know how many episodes we did together, but it seemed like more than three. Yeah, it's like a handful. Maybe. I think. Yeah. Yeah, 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 but it was good. It was all fun. It was great. Um, God, we work late nights. I remember being in there at two, three a.m. with <gasps> her in the diner. Oh. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. There were there were some late Friday nights working in, in with some of so, those scenes. Yeah. Right off the bat, yeah. ladies, uh-huh. ladies, maybe Tar and Danielle first. 
do you like Nicole Leahy? Do you, did we never miss What's Her Doozy? I can't even think of her name. Oh, yeah. The photographer, Who? ex-girlfriend. Um, oh, the one who she had the jacket, um, Lorelai had the jacket. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, world, never, the world traveler, the photojournalist. Yeah. We, we uh, never even think of her. No. What the heck was her name? Hold on. Oh, God. What was her name? She was a cute lady. Yeah, but like but, we've never mentioned her after she left. We've never mentioned her ever again. Right. Well, there's too much going on. You can't, you know, who's got time to go back and <laughs> But we still and bring like, up Max. you know, try to try to revive dead fish, you know what we I mean? We bring up Max every once in a blue moon. Yeah, well, that's Max. Rachel, no, that's Rachel. 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 Yeah. Yes. You know? <laughs> All right, so Nicole Leahy and she comes. She was fine. I don't know why I'm I'm just much more excited about Lorelai and Alex for some reason. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I need therapy. Oh, I don't I'm know on the why. Flip. <gasps> yeah, yeah, I'm more excited for Luke. I, I just because I, I feel like I want Luke to like have some fun. Yeah, I want him to like, <laughs> and I love that she's so different than him. Like, there's mm. something about that I think is cool because Luke is so laid back, chill, like you know. Uh, wearing flannels and backwards hats and she's like in her pencil skirt with you know like all the things and i just i don't know i love you know it's 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 almost it's almost like you know she's she's too professional and too educated for me and lorelei is too professional and educated for billy burke Mm. so maybe lorelei and the lawyer should get together and me and billy burke could hang out (laughs) we could all be good friends i don't know you know what i mean it just does like neither seems to be a good match uh, from the outset, it's not right? perfect. Yeah, that is right. That is well said. Yeah, it's yeah. Not so, yeah, yeah. I do have a nitpick. Go ahead. We love your nitpicks. I want to hear it. It's like the fake eating is is, is really <laughs> bothering me. From it's who? Like, from from Laurel? This one was Alexis. The where she was eating the peas and the mashed, oh, potatoes. mashed potatoes. Oh yeah, and it was. Yeah. So, it's like can't we get this where they just take a bite brad pitt is always just eating real so it's like how is it just they get too full like what's going on because it's too hard to matchy match all the takes and all the scenes but the pushing the food around i always is... thought maybe it's because of, of all the fast lines you can't have food in your mouth when you're saying you can't those. you cannot you can't do that i man. always thought it was just if you took uh, a big uh. bite of mashed potatoes every time you're doing the scene that's 50 bites of mashed potatoes yeah, Listen, they have to let keep me, refilling the plate let, like let me tell bite? you something uh, you know, I did a series up in Vancouver that uh, lasted a year and there was lots of it was a comedy. It was a half hour single camera. So it was a lot of takes and different uh-huh. angles because they're only using one camera. Oh, right. Oh, uh, gosh. And so you got to repeat, repeat. And there were a lot of eating scenes with the family, breakfast scenes, dinner scenes. And I used to eat my face off because that was the character. <laughs> And I, I, I ended up consuming like 25 pancakes one scene. Oh, God. And I was, I, you know, I wanted, I was about to burst. Yeah. But, but let me tell you something. That's the commitment you make. You know? <laughs> why, okay, so let me ask you why they don't just write the scene like. Because, because they, I agree with you. It drives me crazy when people so don't eat. Annoying. Like, so why don't they just make the, okay. So I'm, there's that scene with. Lorelai and Rory, where they're talking. And I understand they needed to communicate a lot, but it was the fake eating. And they made Lorelai already done. Like her plate was already done. But it's not a real show. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not it, trying. It is, it is Listen, it's, No, I mean, it's real <laughs> in a sense, but it's, but it's not a super hyper realistic show. 
where it's a drama where you right, have right, to yeah. everything has to, you have to really sell this drama which means you've got to really right. eat them. this is a dramedy this is more of a comedy right, than it is right. a drama so it's so it you don't really have to you know, but commit I think that'd be fine if the so same much. scene happened with just a beverage, like the food hadn't arrived yet. It's like it's the fake eating drives me. Bad. I feel yeah. like what drives me more crazy is that still shot of Chilton every oh time. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you can't unsee it. You can't unsee but listen, it. But, but listen, this show. Not not that I don't think that still shot's important, but if I if I never hear about that again, I won't be unhappy. Um, <laughs> Can we just drop that thing? Uh, anyway, so, um, but that's my point. It's dialogue dependent show, right? There's a lot of really good yeah. acting on this show, but it's not crucial, okay? You can, it's really about the speed. And this is when the speed of the dialogue, the demands coming from the front office there, you know, from Amy and Dan, it's like, speed yeah. it up, speed it up, speed right. it up. You're sacrificing the reality. You're sacrificing the acting in some way, shape and form at times to get those words out. The words are the most important thing. And that right. was always stressed. And the acting, I'm not saying it was secondary, but if you couldn't do the real thing and then nail the dialogue, the priority was nailing the dialogue. That makes sense. And you, and, and you see it a lot in this episode with Lane and Rory. That it's makes like sense. speed, 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 nail the dial, especially when she was so excited, like mama agreed to let me go to the prom and all that. Right. What does she call it? Does she call her mama? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mrs. She Kim. She calls does, her own yeah. mother, Mrs. Kim. Wait, uh, I did have a weird sort of, I don't know if you'd call it a deja vu. I don't know what to call it. This is the first episode and we're three seasons in where I really had a moment of knowing your, you and Luke. Like normally when I watch, I'm watching this dude, Luke, and then I do this show with you, Scott. Like very rarely do I like blur them. I actually like wrote it in my notes. I'm like, oh, that's Scott. <laughs> <laughs> like I definitely had a moment where I was like, I know that guy. <laughs> Which part? Yeah. I wrote it down right with the fishing. So there must have been, maybe you looked more like you. I don't know. Cause it was like, it was right. I, the kiddie pool. So I go, okay. So Luke comes over to do the fishing and Lorelai comes out in that ridiculous outfit. And I wrote kiddie pool. And then I'm like, whoa, I just had this weird deja vu. <laughs> like, and I wrote like, it's Scott. <laughs> <laughs> maybe i don't know maybe that was more scott like i don't know you know what like really threw me for a loop on that on that scene i, I guess that's the wrong way to describe it but when luke finds out that she's going on a date and that's the reason why she wants to go fishing and he gets a little like weird for a second mm -hmm. but then he fully recovers and he's like do you need to borrow my fishing pole do you need to borrow my yeah. tackle box and I was just like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Luke. <laughs> yeah. Scott. So painful. <laughs> so painful. But, but do you know, do you know what Luke's doing there? He's sabotaging that relationship right away. Uh, by being, that's, that's what he's doing. Interesting. He's, he's, just, he's icing it over, man. Like, I don't think you guys have any chance 
because if you guys had a chance, I'd be more affected by this. And I don't care because that's his confidence uh, in, he's not actively sabotaging, but I think he's confident that it's like, she's going on a fishing date. So he knows Lorelai better than Billy Burke knows Lorelai. Mm -hmm. And if she's going on a fishing date, it's like, it's not going to end well. Uh, and even if it does, that's the, that's the fly in the ointment he's for really, that relationship. He's short-lived. I don't have to worry yeah, about Yeah, it. it's like, this guy doesn't know her. Right. Interesting. But you know what? I scene, though. Ha- I love that scene. Oh, th- these, I love the Luke and Lorelai stuff. I really, <laughs> in this in this episode, I really love the banter. I, I think we're really, like, uh, firing in all cylinders here. But, mm-hmm. uh but the thing that I noticed about Luke with the Jess Diner scene when he's um, trying to, t- what is he saying? Oh, he's trying to get out of uh, doing something. I don't know. There was a scene in the diner when Jess left or something and said, uh, you remember that scene? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, After you Nicole asked Leahy. Yeah. After you asked so, her out? No, no, no. no it was before, before that. It's when you I'm, meet I'm and he le- she left her card. Yes. So she comes and, in and you so have he's, to sign she, the document. Right. So she's he, he needling me about, hey, did she like you? And right, she right, right, you. Right. And uh-huh. it, uh, right. And then he's just, you know, he's just saying, nah, get out of here. I don't want to talk. It reminded me of that, that bartender in like I was doing that bartender <laughs> in It's a Wonderful Life during the nightmare portion of it when everything like when jimmy stewart the angel was showing jimmy stewart like what if you weren't born what oh, if you right. do kill yourself and you aren't born I don't, this I, is what this town's going to end up like and the, and the guy that ran the bars the bartender was he was like this tough guy he says who do you who do you think who do you think you are i'll give you a suck right in the kisser pal you get out of here with that stuff you know this, i so am going like, to trust was, you on this because has none of us have seen no, you should see, watch It's a Wonderful Life and you'll see what I mean. Like, like Luke gets a little like It's a Wonderful Life nightmare bartender guy sometimes. And I was, I was laughing so hard. You're like, what? <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, where, where did that come from? That's really funny. You oh, like man. we're out of yourself for a minute. It was, it, it was funny to me. It was, it was really <laughs> the dialogue. It was it was it was how I was interacting with Jess. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with BetMGM. You can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER this is it your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes... I guess identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Did any of you notice that, okay, so it's 5 a.m. or whatever, and Alex is coming to pick up Lorelai for the fishing, and she knocks the light on the wall, and it kind of went out? No. No? No. With the fishing pole? Yeah. Please rewatch, because I'm pretty sure she knocked it, the light went out, and then it comes back on. Everybody needs to rewatch that scene again. Hmm. Hmm. That was a cute scene, too. This whole episode was cute scene after cute scene after cute scene. Mm-hmm. You know, she came out of the ho- her house. Not that we're jumping around so much. Who That's cares, okay. right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> as long as we're having fun, right? <laughs> we're not even wearing clothes half the time. Jesus, who did? <laughs> Working hard. Scott's uh, callbacks today are so, so good. good. <laughs> so, so wait a minute. So, so she comes out of the house in the fishing gear, looking it's absolutely ridiculous. ridiculous. And she says to Luke, you know, she she lands him with a Mae West line, like, hey, like to get your hooking me, sailor. And I'm like, Jesus. 
like, wow. She flirts with that guy all totally. the time. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, yes, so much. She's, you know, I mean, can, can you be more obvious? And he so sees much. that. He knows that. He's got nothing to worry about. He yeah. really doesn't because yeah. she's sending him all of these, you know, pretty obvious signals. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, that's my two cents and I'm sticking by it. So then we have the wedding or the ish wedding. We, we do mm-hmm. the makeup. We get a very mm-hmm. cute scene between Dave and Lane. He's and checking get, her out. Yeah. He, and then we get the heartbreak likes, because suddenly Mrs. Kim is like setting her up for the prom. It's like, come on, Mrs. Kim, knock it off. <laughs> yeah. Why did Lane turn around and walk up? The stairs the backwards. Bow, she has the bow on the back. And like, I think he was checking it out and she didn't want him to see the back or something. I, I don't know if he was checking out her butt. No, I think, she, no, he was, no. I thought that he was admiring her tushy in that uh, dress. Possibly. I mean, maybe. And, and that's what he was watching as she went up the stairs. I mean, it was a little, it's a flirty thing, right? Yeah. And then she got, she got embarrassed and turned around and what, so why would she do that? Was she so embarrassed? I she don't was afraid. Know, actually, why didn't why didn't she enjoy that and then like continue to crank up the stairs, man, and give him <laughs> a so shot? She's probably just so like, Ooh, you know, like, and oh, cute. nervous. And just to backtrack what I said earlier, that I'm so like happy for Lane is like she's finally standing up for herself. Like when she says like I wanted to go with Dave. Like I don't think Lane in season one would have done that. Yeah, but she's really still. Um, genuflecting to her mother because yeah. she said, um, and I, you know, and you approved him and he sat in the pew and da 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 da. Mm-hmm. And then she said, and and Dave is a man of God or mm-hmm. he's he's of God, mm-hmm. you know, so I think yeah. it's appropriate, which just made her look so just lost after mm-hmm. she got leveled by her mother. Yeah. I, I got to tell you, uh, uh, Mrs. Kim probably stole the episode for funny great lines uh because she they were just coming fast and furious you know like they'll cut to her like that was devastating that was as devastating a line as the as the headmaster to the girls yeah mm-hmm. it was so I, painful i would, poor, I would put that I, that was like boom boom that was a double whammy in that episode David people just, she's face when she, he's like are you, right. are you okay or whatever he says right and right she's like you're not korean and then just like walks out and you're just like uh, right oh i feel God. so bad for lane because tara like you said like she's trying so hard mm-hmm. to be strong and to yeah. like really like make her own path and and do what, what she wants to do and at the end of the day, she can't. Like, yeah. oh, this is, oh it's, my God. It's, it's, it's very difficult for these uh, first-generation families, you know, that come over here to, you know, to let their children leave the, the group. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's tough. Yeah. It's really, really difficult. Um, oh, it's, it's difficult for the parents. It's either difficult like, for both. Yeah. We like yeah. Dave Rogalski with Lane so much. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but what about that poor guy, Henry Cho? Is that his name, Henry? Oh, yeah. I feel so bad for him. She said that while he was standing kind of a couple of steps away to oh. date, like, she, he, you're not Korean. So it's like, I, I'm stuck with this guy. I, I thought it would be appropriate if that guy said, what am I, chopped liver over here? Yeah. Right. Like, you kidding me? Guy. She did <laughs> like, say something like, oh, but you're cute. You know, right. like, oh, you're cute, um, but eh. like, yeah, sorry, he, but not sorry. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> yeah. <You're> sorry. <laughs> 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 the booby prize. Yeah, sure. Nice try. Yeah. 
Oh man, yeah. That, <sighs> anyway, I don't so, know. Mrs. Kim, Mrs. Kim was really funny. Yeah, what did it's she just say? A great she, all around episode. It really what did she was. say? She went in. You know, people were still sitting there. She goes, "There's, there's a reception. Elks Lock. Get up. Go now. Move fast, people. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. And then she goes to the kitchen. She goes, "It's not a bus stop. Go, go to the reception." You know, she's clearing people out. Funny, funny stuff. Well, and then we get to the scene where you ask out Nicole Leahy. You know, everybody's uh, hooking up in this episode, aren't they? It's all the all all of these five relationships, you know, beginning, ending, and you know, uh, Lorelai with Billy Burke and, mm-hmm. and me with Nicole and Rory and Jess. Uh, there wasn't too Lane much drama Dave, there. They, yeah. Lane and Dave. That continues. You know. Um, so yeah, this was like the big relationship episode. I'm glad I got lumped in with the kids. You know, the kids yeah. kind of took over the episode. <laughs> they threw a... me in with the kids and like, hey, Scott, go in the kiddie pool, see if you can like tread water in there. This episode like, played... made me realize literally last <laughs> the kiddie pool. <laughs> like so last week, remember, we just we tried so hard. It was like freaking pulling teeth, and we finally Scott was just like, this episode wasn't good. This episode makes you realize last week's episode wasn't good. Yeah. Because you Uh, can do the big uh, ones. We love Thanksgiving. We love the dance episode. These are the good episodes that are just regular good episodes. Last week's wasn't good. It wasn't good like this. Well, you've you've got Mrs. Kim operating at full throttle. You've got Lane operating at full throttle. You've got Rory operating at full throttle. You've yeah. got Paris operating at full. Th- I mean, just just taking it to the to the max. Yeah. These and and so that you know and and I guess me a little bit with Taylor, whatever. Definitely. But, yeah. But Laurel, but Laurel, I could take an episode off and just kind of ease it back, right? She could well, ease and back even, and just sort of right. Uh, we mentioned yeah. it briefly, but. Taylor's amazing in this episode. And even right. Kirk, even Kirk's <laughs> one scene is amazing. Yeah. So it's good. all just again, just how we like it. Just every single yeah. thing is good. Yeah, yeah. But you've got Headmaster four characters. Charleston. It's all right. Good. You've got five characters that are just, you know, just bringing the heat. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So yeah. it was It's like it's they were like last week was a little eh. So this week everyone's gonna go on fire. Yeah, a lot Adam of Brody. lot of conflict, a lot of conflict in this episode. Adam the right Brody. kind of conflict, good Gilmore conflict. True, you know? true, true, true. Yeah. And Adam yeah. Brody is such an asset to this show. Oh. Like he is, mm-hmm. he's so hot. You really realize, like, because I I was watching some clips from the OC the other day, oh, and you're so just good. like, Adam Brody is a stud. He's such a good actor slash like personality. Mm-hmm. Right. He does. He does. You know, he doesn't need to be in a lot of scenes. No. He has. He has a lot. You remember. Totally. You know, it's like what's, you want more of him. What's y'all's favorite lines? Oh God, there's so many. I have a good Oof. one. Go ahead. Okay, so this is um, when uh, Luke is talking to Nicole. She says, "Well, actually, I'm not Mr. Dozy's lawyer only, or only lawyer. He's one of our clients." <laughs> So all our attorneys deal with him on a rotating basis. And Luke says, my condolences. <laughs> I love when Adam Brody's like, I'm going to need four strong beats, four strong downbeats. You set the tone, Lane, when he's like, his plan to be. Don't yeah. screw yeah. up. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, so. Yeah. Like, be one of the guys. Yeah. What do you say? Yeah, it was like so funny and like uh, adorable uh, and dumb and just good. Uh, Mine's a Luke line, too. Uh, 
um, when huh? when he was talking to uh, <laughs> Jess and and he goes, she's a suit, not my type. <laughs> I was like, she is a suit. <laughs> uh, oh my god. Uh, I liked uh, Headmaster Charlton's line about writing this r- writing the second letter to Harvard, saying that he'd mm. made a mistake on the first one. Mm. I thought that yeah. was just. That just, you know, both of their lives flashed before their eyes. Yes. And it was like, wow. So that was a showstopper for me. Absolutely. Yeah. Luke had some good lines because I have three potential titles for this episode. Luke says, what the hell is going on? And that was when there was all the racket outside at the ice cream shoppy. And then (laughs) get him away from my diner. But I think the one I'm going to go with is... Why didn't you tell me when they're out by the kiddie pool and talking about who he, who she's going fishing with. And she's like, but do you really think that's the focus of the episode? Was that narrative? I thought it was more. I just love Rory's feud and how it could affect her future. And 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 Lane. this was, but this was really like the, the Rory and, and Lane show today. Correct, But Scott, have you not figured out that every title of the podcast is a line you deliver from that episode? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> His face. How many episodes have we done? How many over done, a year of episodes? Have we done like a hundred episodes? And this is the first time that Scott has ever realized that the title oh, of every episode good. of the podcast <laughs> is a line he delivers. Oh my god! I was today years old when I figured that out. Oh Oh my god! Yeah. So for anyone listening that also didn't know, every title of the podcast is 112 episodes. 112 episodes, and Scott figured it out. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Oh man! So good. Well, that just changes my whole perspective on this you know see you next week all right everybody um much improved from last week that was our like i can say it now is our worst podcast ever because the episode was such a dud we couldn't we we couldn't even make it tried i mean i think we were all a mess too i was sick (laughs) scott was like so sad because he was like leaving his family like everyone yeah yeah. (laughs) not leaving my family i was going Going on location, <laughs> Jesus. You have to go do a show. Sorry. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. <laughs> You've been a little more sad otherwise. Yeah, I, I was in, I was in a funky place, man. I was we just understand. like, wow. we understand. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Um, but Chad, uh, before we go, how oh yeah, is Chad. Tristan? Oh, so yeah, so we did the uh, the upfronts in Toronto, and it was really funny because. Uh, you know, they had all their shows, the CTV, Canadian television, had oh, all right. their shows. You know, it was like a big, like what they do in New York for, totally. for the American show. So, so it's me, it's Chad, it's Morgan Cohan, who's the lead of this Sullivan's Crossing. So we're at the upfronts, we're backstage, they're getting us ready. They're getting us to go out there and we're going to do our bit, right? We're going to say, hey, I'm this person and this is what I do and this is my character. Then Chad speaks and she speaks, whatever. And uh, all the buyers are there. It's like hundreds of people in the audience. And I don't know, maybe a thousand people in there. Oh it's big event, big event. And uh, they said, well, wait for your cue and you'll hear, you'll be announced. Oh, you know, you'll hear your names. And then that's when you walk out. We didn't hear our names. And they oh, no. pushed us out there. 
And the other, the other two actors from another show, one guy had a big cast on his leg, so he's limping across the stage. We almost run into them because we didn't see him. And it looked really messed up. So, so we got there and nobody knew who we were. There were just like these three people that stumbled on stage, almost knocked over a guy. And so I, you know, we started doing our shtick and we kind of saved it. And everybody started laughing. And then, the, and then people started buzzing around because we went back, you know, they put our images up on the big screen behind this huge screen and they realized it was me and Chad. Oh and they my were like, God, no way. Whisper, whisper, whisper. See you. Right. right. Oh, and then no. I flubbed, I flubbed the line because I didn't use my glasses on the teleprompter. And when it says Sully, I said, Sally. And I said, wait a minute, that's another show for another time. <laughs> oh my God. And let me tell you, we, we had a, a humdinger of a time. Oh, that's so brilliant. We, oh, that's great. we had so much fun and it was great seeing Chad and Sarah's wife and his two kids. And it was, and now we're, you know, we're living. Yeah, so in the when same. do you see him again? Like on set, like when do you start in like a couple of days? Um, yeah, I'll probably, I'm probably seeing, I have a wardrobe fitting tomorrow, so I'll see him, probably see him tomorrow. Oh my yeah. God. Oh, cool. So cool. Yeah. I think he's right down the hall actually. So <laughs> one day she's going to knock. No, I was kidding. <laughs> Take us with the laptop. Yeah. Uh, no, no well. but he's down. I told you know, he wants to, he wants to do this and have fun with this and with the podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tell him. Oh, sure. Sure. We, you so are, we, oh. we had a fun, he's, he's quite the, uh, you know, the, the, there were a lot of fans showed up yeah. uh, before and after the upfronts and they, we were getting autographs, but he's in high demand. Yeah. He's what we kind of call like, he was like a teen idol. So yeah. he's yes. still sort of like, yeah. Oh yeah. Cinderella yes. story. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Danielle. Oh, oh yeah, Cinderella. man. I mean, I'm too old for that. I, I oh, missed that. So, oh so my the, God. So the producers are like, Jesus, Jesus, I think we did. We got, we did something yeah, here. You know, yeah, we've yeah. never we seen got, this before yeah. and all, you know, so, you know, yeah. Yeah. Well, keep us updated. We'll, we'll check in. He's on kind of a big deal. Uh, he has, <laughs> he's got many leather bound books. Yes. Um, but he doesn't have a podcast where the title of each episode is a line he gave <laughs> in Gilmore Girls. Uh, <laughs> I had no idea. Oh, Hi, everybody. And Scott, like, you guys, Scott, like, edits and reviews and, like, checks it. <laughs> he must just, like, uh, yeah. do the weirdest titles. I don't really know why. It's <laughs> amazing. So nice. He never, like, questioned it. He's just like, I trust you guys. <laughs> It's like the one time in my life I decided not to be a pain in the ass. You know? <laughs> oh, God. Wait a minute. Is it, Danielle, you keep sending me. Uh, I'm just telling you uh, what the next episode uh, yeah. is. Yeah. Dear, dear Emily and Richard. That's it. That's the title. That's the title. Season three, episode 13. Season next three, week. episode 13. Dear Emily and Richard. We know who they are. Uh, and they are, they'll, they'll be back. Uh, <laughs> so thanks for downloading everybody. We had a, we had a blast. It's our first, uh, podcast since I left my family. Can we say that? Live, You're live from Canada. Live from Canada. Um, <laughs> 
God, it's beautiful up here. By wow. the way, we I will say this. It's a lucky what? thing we all got on here because nobody knew what time it was. Everyone's like, your time, my time, their time, his time, whose time? Listen, I man, was like, oh this is this is not just East Coast. This is east of East Coast. I didn't even know you that know? existed. Four yeah. hours ahead. I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm four hours ahead of you guys. I did not yeah. even know that was a thing. Jesus, I'm going to bed and my wife and son are just waking up having breakfast. How, are you doing? How was your day? Bye. Yeah, we're going to have to like change up the group text to like specify time zones now. Yeah, mm-hmm. Pacific time isn't helping. I was like, just, oh, God, no, 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 no. I got it now. Four hours ahead. Add four to yeah. everything. You east got it. of East, man. All right. Oh All right, you crazy kids. See everybody. Enjoyed it. Uh, thanks for downloading. Best fans on the planet. All the best. Stay safe. And don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com. Oh, you Gilmore fans, if you're looking for the best cup of coffee in the world, go to my website for my company, ScottyP.com, S C O T T Y P.com, ScottyP.com. Grade one specialty coffee. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, They have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. 
Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.